What's up, all my fruity listeners? And by fruity, I'm not taking any shots at the alphabet community. Talking about you people on uh, iPhone, you Apple users. Um, yeah, my last episode was not up for y'all. Um, unless you have Spotify or choose to listen on Spotify, I mean, you always have that option. But, I mean, I've come to understand and realize that most Apple users are lazy. That's the reason why they have Apple. Um, so this one's for y'all. But if you listen on Spotify, you're still getting it too. Double win. I guess I should start off with uh, why I hate iPhones or why I hate Apple. Um, let's see. So when I was younger, when I was in middle school back in the day, when you know everybody was getting their iPad or iPods, iPod Nanos, uh, the shuffles, shit, that's crazy. I've been along for the whole. Cra- Damn. Just aged the fuck out of myself. I feel old as fuck right now. I remember the fucking iPod Shuffle. Thought that shit was live. Thinking back in hindsight, how could I pick the fucking song that I wanted? That was just Shuffle shit. It's crazy. Um, And then we progressed to the iPod and then the Nano. Everybody had their Nanos. And then they came out with the iPod Touch in like 07, 08. And man, that shit was nice. Oh, and that's also when they came out with the iPhone. Um, my first MP3 player was uh, Zoom. I was so happy about that Zoom. Um, I wanted an iPod. I really don't remember why I didn't get an iPod, but I ended up getting a Zoom. And that Zoom, it was awesome. It was all man. Your first MP3 player, like that. That's that's a great time. That's a great time. Um, but anyway, uh, I got an iPod Touch in oh. Nine, maybe ten, maybe ten, and uh, I loved it. I loved that fucking uh, iPod Touch. Everybody thought it was an iPhone, and that was kind of you know awkward having. Well, not awkward, but uh, I guess inconvenient having two phones or two things the size of a phone in my pocket. But hey, I didn't care. I wanted the iPod Touch. The iPod Touch. They they really had me on the marketing. They really had me on the marketing. Uh, it probably at that time would have made more sense to get an iPhone, but. I love my razor. I fucking love my razor. I oh my god, flip phones, flip phones, them shits. Hey, y'all, y'all know what it is. Y'all, hey, look for a fucking for a person like me that flip phone like you know just hanging up on a, you know what I'm saying like ugh. Damn, that's crazy. Also to think like we was having to like type out all the shit with texting. That shit was crazy. Like you had to press like four like four times to get like you know a certain letter and shit. She was wild. Um, but I would, I, I would have some issues with my razors, um, because, I mean, this isn't news to anybody, but I was a fat child, um, and fat young adult, um, but anyway, uh, because of that, I would sweat a lot, a lot, a lot, well, actually, yeah, I would sweat a lot, and oftentimes I'd be using my phone after getting out of football practice or something, and... I would get like the sweat would get into my phone and it would fuck it up for like a couple of like minutes at a time or whatever. So like that shit was really annoying. Um, so because of that, I was just like, you know what? I don't know if I should get a phone that doesn't have any buttons except for the home button. Like that might be a little difficult for me to navigate because I be sweating and I don't be thinking about my sweat. Like shit, shit, I would wipe my I would wipe my face whenever I was gonna be on the phone type shit, but I still be sweating. I don't know. I still be sweating. Uh, so I, I didn't really see that as a viable option for me at that time. Also, I love buttons. I love 
buttons. It makes texting so much easier. I forgot what the phone was that I had. I think it was like the Glide or whatever. I forget what it was, but like it had the keyboard. Like you just like flip that bitch up and it had a, key a keyboard. Oh, nigga, you couldn't tell me shit with that keyboard. I was over here texting, typing like 40 words a minute, typing, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, well, you can do that on iPhone. I'm like, yeah, but if I swear, it's going to be hard for me to send that shit out. And yeah, I don't want the problems. I don't want the problems. So I forgot what that phone was called, but that keyboard, oh, God, I loved it. I had that phone for so long, so long. And then my next phone, I forget what it was called. Yeah, also the thing with me, like, I can have a phone and be completely fine with it for, like, four or five years. Like, the phone I have right now, I've had since, what, 2018? 17, 18? 18. Yeah, I've had this phone for going on three years now. Like, I mean, it still works perfectly fine. Like, I don't really feel the need to upgrade. And if you're with, you know, Apple, a lot of people like to upgrade every year. Like, every year there's a new iPhone and every year they want it. I'm good. I really don't need it. But, um, my iPod Touch, that was my big, that was my iPhone, or that was my, my Apple experience. And, um, after I started using my, I forgot what the other phone was that I had, but it also had a keyboard, um, the one I had in like 2011. Uh, I started listening to music on that phone, so I was using my iPod Touch less and less. In fact, it got to a point where I was literally only using my iPod Touch as an alarm clock. I like the little iHome alarm, whatever thing. Uh, so that was really the only thing I used. I mean, I guess I did listen to music on it in my room because I couldn't plug up my phone into the thing. Like it was just, it was just like you know, it was a speaker already attached to a music player, so it was a perfect fit. But then somebody stole it. And yeah, our room was, yeah, we got robbed our freshman year. Nothing, I mean, nothing too big that you couldn't like, like it was somebody that was in, in and out real quick. But every, every place I lived when I was in San Antonio had issues with the front door. Literally every single one. And all but the last one I got robbed. Well, I didn't really get robbed in the second one. I guess Andy got robbed, but regardless. It's funny how I didn't get robbed and I live with white people. Niggas. But it was a white person that robbed Andy. But it was white on white crime. Anyway, not the point, not the point. Uh, my iPod Touch was stolen. Pretty sure we know who did it. Um, our roommates had some things of more, more value that were stolen. Um, I was upset, but I wasn't really too upset because, like I said, it was it was just a fucking alarm clock for me. So you know, whatever. Like Apple, I, I didn't really didn't really care too much for it. Um, and then I continued on on my Android journey. Um, everybody, the biggest knock that is given for Android, and it's it's really psychological. It's really, really, really psychological. I've come to realize that um, people. People really, really, really just want to fit in. They're uncomfortable being on the outside. Um, now, people will tell you it's for the uh, accessibility, the use of all the other devices, um, just the connectivity, you know what I mean, to all your devices with Apple. But let's just be honest. Everybody flipped to Apple 
a majority of people flip to Apple in the early, like, you know, the early teens, whatever we're going to call it, that, that run 2010 to 2020. Um, I guess we're calling it the teens. In the early teens, a lot of people switch because, oh, your text is green. Bitch. And? The fuck, Larry? Yeah, my text is green. Your text is blue. Actually, your text is the same color on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Android, we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. But, you know, it's a certain level of uh, elitism, but it's not really elite. Like, anybody can have an iPhone, but why do I want a basic ass iPhone? Like, your shit be inconvenienced whenever a nigga's trying to get an update. Like, yeah, I, I see y'all on Twitter. I see y'all on the timeline, like, bitching for, like, days. Like, man, I can't use my phone because this shit over here updating. Like, hey, yeah, I don't have any problems. I don't have any problems at all. And now, like, they're not even giving y'all headphones with y'all's phone? Like, the fuck? Like, you, you, like, it seems like everything that you got to get with the iPhone, you got to be bought separately. Like, they're really nickel and diamond, you niggas. But, hey, that's, that, hey do what you want to do. The benefits... I mean, just, I, I just, I really don't see, I really don't see much benefit. Like, a lot of this big features or things that are added to iPhones throughout the years that everybody was so hype about, like, obviously have already been on Android. They've been on Android so much so that I don't even acknowledge them as big features. Like, I, I, I can't think of anything at this time. I could have done research, but that wouldn't be the, that wouldn't be the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just, we just shoot for the hip, volume shooter. I, people are like, oh, we can do this now. I'm like, oh. I, I didn't know that was a big deal. I, I've been on that. I've been on that. Oh, everybody loves the face, the face calling or whatever the fuck or FaceTime. Bitch, I don't even like being on the phone. What the fuck do you think I want to look at your ass? Like, I don't need. Hey, hey, have a blast with your FaceTime. Have a blast. Hey, fuck that shit. But even then, because of social media, I mean, that's been you know pretty much eliminated. Like, we can all FaceTime on Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook or you know Twitter. Like, you big. Uh, so. It's really, it's really, and it was great marketing, great marketing. People do not want to feel like they're on the outside looking in. So a lot of people sold their souls to Apple. And I'm still of the belief that one day, Apple, and honestly, <clears throat> sorry, Apple's kind of like a monopoly. And only bad things come from monopolies. So, hey, you know, do what you want with that. Also, I don't want to get too technical because I'm not really that geeky with it, but as far as operating systems are concerned, I think I'm going to have a better experience with the one that's connected with Google. Even though we shouldn't be using Google, we should be using DuckDuckGo or anything like that. But I think I'm going to be siding with the one that is linked with Google um, if we're going to be talking about operating systems. But hey, hey, have a blast. Yeah, iOS. Yeah, y'all are, you know, y'all. Do stuff too. Whatever. Oh, I did not plan on talking about Apple this long. I'm so sorry, guys. But you know, I, I gotta give y'all. You know, I gotta give y'all some content. You know what I mean? Uh, you fruit listeners. Uh, you know. Uh, and if you if you have consistently been listening on Apple, please consistently stay on Apple. Um, because the Spotify exclusive listeners, those are or the Spotify exclusive pods, those are. Those are my day ones. Those people, uh, yeah, those are the day ones right there. Uh, yeah, like I said, the analytics. The analytics show that only about a quarter of the listeners listen. I guess slightly under a quarter, 23% of the listeners listen on Spotify. So because of that, I feel, feel a little bit more free. Um, 
I do have a Patreon, but not really doing too much with it right now. So I'm kind of looking at Spotify exclusive episodes. It's my Patreon. It's not behind a paywall, but I mean, y'all are just too lazy to go over Spotify. So I mean, you know, I can continue to give out free content, um, and I don't have to charge. Some people they are exclusively charging. I'm not going to call out anybody right now. You know, we're all humans. We're all humans. A network of humans, if you will. Anyway, the reason why I wanted to record this podcast today is because... Uh, oh, man. Sorry, I'm doing it again. Remember when I had the whole daily run? Well, if you're on Apple, you don't remember the daily show run. But my Spotify people, y'all remember that daily show run? Some good times. Wild times. Wild times for sure. But that was a fun time. I don't know if I'll... Well, just know if I ever do bring back the daily show. Things are looking really, really good. Really, really, really good. Uh, my fault, my fault. The reason why I wanted to record today is Deion Sanders. When they announced the hire of Deion Sanders at Jackson State, uh, there was nothing but good things to be said. And there's still, well, I mean, yeah, okay, there's a the whole Brady Renner thing. I'm not going to be talking about the Brady Renner thing today. Sorry. Deion Sanders just flipped the number one, some places number two, recruit in the nation. He had his pick of the pick of the litter of all the blue ship V1 football programs. And he has chosen to spend his college days. I mean, obviously he could transfer any time. But he has chosen to spend his college days in Jackson, Mississippi, by decommitting for Florida State to go to Jackson State. Now one thing that I do find interesting Dion literally took the top recruit in the nation away from his alma mater. That's some sick shit. Wanted to get sicker? If that nigga's as good as everybody's hyping him up to be, there's a good chance that he could have broke some of Dion's records. Dion's like, what's the best way for me to not have this nigga break my record? Have him go to another school and fuck up their records. I'm just saying, hey, Lila, hey, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. But no, that's really interesting. It's really interesting because... I was talking with some people back in, back when he got hired a couple of years ago or last year, and I was just like, damn, if I am a young, like, I, um, this is the exact analogy that I use or the exact example that I use. If I'm a five-star corner or a five-star DB and I have the opportunity to go to any school that I want to, or I can go play with Deion Sanders, who is arguably the greatest to ever do it at the position, what makes more sense? Where should I go? If I'm really trying to be the best that I can be, should I learn from the best or go to the best school, bigger spotlight, bigger opportunity? Because I'm me personally, I believe if you're good enough, they'll find you. I mean, shit, they found Shannon Sharp at fucking Savannah State. They found Jerry Rice at uh, Alcorn State. They found T.O. at uh, Chattanooga, wherever the fuck that school was. Like, if you're good enough, they'll find you. And you can appear to be even better than you actually are if you're, you know, one of them niggas and competing against, you know, lesser, respectfully. I always found it interesting because HBCUs obviously are all black teams and all the best athletes are black. Well, majority of the best athletes are black, so you would think that they would have the best of everything. But maybe this is the tie turning. Maybe it's the tie turning. I don't remember who all is on Dion's staff, but I do remember at the time they were talking about just like all these big name former NFL players. Like I thought Ray Lewis, he might not be anymore. Um, Eddie George, I think, is coaching at some some HBCU. I forget, but like, if you have an opportunity to learn from an NFL Hall of Famer 
at the exact position that you're playing? Ah, I mean, it kind of makes all the sense in the world to go there. It really does. Now, I will admit this. One thing that Travis Hunter is definitely going to be missing out on by not going to a PWI. White women. <laughs> I mean, look, man, that's, that's, hey, look, that's, that's going to be, uh, you know, you know. But, but I will say this. Obviously, I didn't go to HBCU. But if HBCU is, you know, majority black, which we believe it to be because of, you know, the designation that it has as being HBCU, you gotta believe there's some bad black women there. You gotta believe there's some bad black women there. I just think about it like just if you went to a PWI and there were some bad black women there, were they really bad? And some of them most definitely were, but were they really bad or were they just bad because like you were looking for black women? And they were the pick of the litter at that place. But imagine if there was a bigger pool. I just, man. HBC. I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking about all the best case scenarios. Like, just, just imagine. Okay, I guess I am talking about Britney Renner now. But just imagine hundreds of Britney Renners walking the campus. And you're Travis Hunter, the number one recruit in the nation. Oh my god. Oh my god. This hey look man, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Uh, apparently he plays both sides of the ball, so This is gonna be this is a great look. This is a great look. This is a great, great, great look for HBCUs going forward. Hopefully more guys take this look and decide to, you know, head that way, but if Deion keeps taking four and five star recruits in big time schools, the big time schools are going to take Deion Sanders in the HBCU. Let's just keep it 100. <laughs> Let's just keep it 100. Deion, I, I want to see how committed, we're going to see how committed he really is to changing the culture of HBCUs or HBCU athletics better yet. We're going to see how, how much that really means to him. Y'all remember, um, I think it was Thon Maker's cousin. Like, he was, like, one of the top recruits in the nation in basketball, and he committed to Howard. Whatever happened to that? I wonder whatever happened to that. Because I would like to think, and, I mean, I guess this is me disrespecting, you know, the swag, the MEAC, uh, SOCON, the SOCON, HBC, I don't know. But I guess this is me completely disrespecting those conferences, but just imagine if, like, uh, Amani Bates decided to go to like Alcorn State I've got to believe he averages 30. I have to believe he averages 30 a game and averaging 30 a game carrying them to a appearance in the NCAA tournament like kind of like how what's his name uh, John Morant did with Murray State no I'm not saying Murray State's a uh, HBCU I honestly don't know what they are but Average of 30 and carrying this a school to that, I think you'll end up in the same spot as far as the NBA draft is concerned. I think you I think your destination will stay the same. I mean I could be wrong, I don't know. I don't know. I did forget about one thing that I want to address and I was gonna cheat and just have this as another pod, just make this a part two so I can monetize it, but I'm gonna have a little bit of integrity and not do that. I'll just add it. Um with Travis Hunter, 
I believe his name's Travis. With him committing to Jackson State, there is one downside, one thing I'm fearful of, and I've been fearful of this for a while. I hope that the crabs in the bucket mentality does not negatively affect him. What I mean by this, y'all are all aware of the new NIO rules, <clears throat> and with the NIO rules, you're allowed to monetize off of your likeness, and he has already signed a couple of deals that is worth millions, is what's reported. First of all, my big issue back in the day when this thing started was it's going to be it would be damn near impossible outside of Deion Sanders, obviously, and obviously I would assume he has a great amount of respect for Deion. But if I was an 18-year-old kid and I was making 10 times what my position coach was making, like, you know those uh, videos that Mr. Bill 30 or whatever? Um, hey, shout out to him. Those guys in the NFL, those are men. They're more professional. But as a emotional, testosterone-filled 18-year-old who's making 10x in my position, coach, like, you got one too many times to call me out my name, disrespect me. You know, the, the way that coaches actually coach. You're not going to have many opportunities to do that to me when I'm making this type of bread. Like, I've already made more than you have. I've already made life-changing money. If I was smart and, you know, majored in business or just aligned myself with the right people, I really don't have to make it to the next level. Um, like, let's just, let's just be honest. 10% of people make six figures in this country a year. He's already signed a deal worth millions. And you can live a, you can live a very decent lifestyle with millions. I have teammates that were in the NFL for, uh, brief stints and they were making the league minimum like four hundred, five hundred thousand, and obviously after taxes and everything that's like two, three hundred. But if they are smart with their money, they are going to be fine. I'm not saying you can live off of three hundred thousand dollars for the rest of your life. I um, mean you can live a certain lifestyle, but that 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 is that on that end that's uh cause for concern for me. And then on the other end Crabs in the bucket mentality, guys. For whatever reason, reason niggas do not like to see niggas succeed. They really don't. And if you showing up on campus and you already got like, <laughs> I don't know too much about Jackson, Mississippi, but I just don't think of money when I think of Jackson, Mississippi. I don't think of wealth when I think of Jackson, Mississippi. So if I know an eighteen-year-old kid is walking around with millions in his account, if I was that type of nigga. I might need to try that, man. I am obviously not wishing that upon him. I just, that's, that's something that is worrisome to me with this whole NIO thing. And I think that, yeah, all of those things are obviously still possible, the PWIs, but it's just kind of a different group. And I don't want to completely, I guess, shit on Jackson State or HBCUs by thinking that they're all, you know, criminals, niggas, all that shit. Uh, there's a difference between niggas and black people. We already know that. But I'm just I'm just gonna say I am I am very, very much concerned about that. Just like when uh Shaq son uh got his NIL deal to he's playing at Texas Southern, I believe. I said the exact same thing. I'm like, yo bro, I don't know if you should be eighteen years old 
driving around Third Ward in a Phantom. I don't think you should be driving around Third Ward in a Lambo. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I don't even know what he tries, but just like with the money that, well, he already has being Shaq's son and then the money that he's making from these deals, like, like Brownie, I forgot what car Brownie's driving, but Brownie goes to a private school with like fucking CEOs and billionaires' kids, like, they just look at Brownie like, Brownie, like, I mean, yeah, like, oh, sure, that's LeBron's dad, but, or, that's LeBron's son, but like, oh, that's fucking... Jeff Bezos' kid, well, he lives in Texas now, but you, you know, you get the point, you get the point, like, they're not really looking at Bronny like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a leak off this nigga. Cannot say the same about Jackson, Mississippi, cannot say the same, and like I said earlier in the episode, my iPod Touch was stolen, and I'm about 90% sure that, it won't, and like I said, my roommates had things stolen as well, but I'm about 90% sure that it was a former teammate of mine who had quit, um, so... He knew that our door was fucked up. He knew when we weren't going to be in the room. We addressed it with him, but there was no way to prove that he did it, because if he had any of our belongings, he had already sold them or did something with them. Uh, so it was just kind of SOL. But uh, not everybody that's on, not everybody on his team is making million dollars in NIL money. A lot of people on his team are making jack shit in NIL money. And, hell, fucking in high school, we had issues with guys stealing from each other. So I just, that that is something that is concerning. Maybe it's just, just the pessimist in me. Maybe I'm the only person thinking that way. Hopefully that's the case. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully these guys never have these problems. But we have seen things go south in collegiate sports for far, 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 far less. So... Hopefully they have some security around these guys. Hopefully these guys are surrounded by good people. Um, yeah, that's that's just my thoughts on that. Um, so just wanted to make sure I add that in there. Now we'll just jump back to the episode. I believe I'm about to talk about the. Um, I believe I'm about to talk about grace. I, I believe I'm about to talk about um, giving people the same grace that we ask for for ourselves. So hopefully you're enjoying the episode so far, and uh, it really helped out if you subscribe. So you know whatever. This happens every time, y'all. I did not plan on going this long, but hey, this is for the fruits. This is for the fruits. Spotify, obviously, y'all already gonna get it, but this is for the fruits. Well, and there's other platforms, but Apple's the majority of the listenership, which is actually kind of upsetting. I guess I should go into that. This year, I've learned a lot about potting. Um, I had a vision for the show, what I wanted it to be, and the way that I wanted it to be, it wanted to be playable on all other platforms. So I was gonna be really, really, really restricting myself when it comes to listeners and, you know, trying to blow this thing up. So then I thought to myself, okay, well, like, so do what you wanna do, do the show that you wanna do and, you know, build it and they will come. That was, that was like one side of me, that was what I was thinking. Because also, I'm just like, I mean, look, Taco Bell is successful. Taco Bell don't sell burgers. Burgers is the most popular thing to have. Taco Bell don't sell burgers. They're successful. They stuck to their shit. And people fuck with it. I probably shouldn't have used Taco Bell as an example. Well, let me see. Let me, let me try. Let me try again. Chili's. Remember the 90s? 
I want my baby, 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 they still sell burgers. They could have just said, no, fuck it. We doubling and tripling down on this. We're going to have the best ribs out. We don't need burgers. We don't need steaks. We don't need salads. We don't need chicken. This is a barbecue establishment. Or we should sell other things that is going to bring more people in. That was a long-winded way of me saying, um, yeah, I changed what I wanted to do to get more people to listen to the pod. Okay, last thing that I want to discuss, uh, PC culture. I guess it wouldn't be politically incorrect unless I actually address PC culture, and I probably need to focus on doing that more so um, for the namesake. Fordham University let go one of their professors recently because he misnamed a black student, or he confused the name of a black student with another black student. At what point are we going to give people the grace that we ask for? I don't know the man. Obviously, the man could have a history of, you know, being a racist and doing this intentionally. And I read a little bit about it. And they do say that they believe that he did it intentionally. But we got to we got to remember that we are a minority in this country and we're a minority of the population. Like, your average black person cannot go a day without seeing a white person. The average white person can go weeks without seeing a black person. In person, in TV, all the time. But they can go weeks without seeing a black person. We gotta understand that. Now, okay, sure, if you're on a college campus, more than likely you're gonna see more black people. Okay, I'll give you that, I'll give you that. But this teacher, I would think, teaches hundreds of students. Within those hundreds, there has to be more than two black students. He accidentally, excuse me, he accidentally called one of the black students the name of another black student. And this student took it personally, took it to the board, had this person fired. And the, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that this had to have been a black woman that did this, but whatever. But here's what here's what's upsetting to me, because I'm giving this this guy the benefit of the doubt right now and believing that it was an honest mistake. And I mean, honestly, for what reason? For what reason does he have to just intentionally say you're somebody else's name? I don't I don't I don't I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. I'm not I'm not thirsty for the oppression narrative or the discrimination narrative or the hatred narrative. I'm not thirsty for it. But let's let's say it was an honest mistake. He has no real animosity towards black people. He's just white. And by white, I mean he's just maybe clueless to black culture, how black people feel they're perceived in this country. And that's something that can definitely, you know, he can get better at, but he's made it so far. He's made it this long because we are a small minority of the population. 
But if I lost my job over a simple mistake, if I wasn't racist before, best believe I'm racist now. Best believe I hate niggas now. If I make an honest mistake and you just assume I'm out here trying to oppress you, oh, best believe going forward, I'm trying to oppress you niggas. Fuck you niggas. We gotta understand this PC. We need a we need a correction. We have got to understand that this shit is only gonna lead to radicalizing more people that you actually are fearful of. We have got to start giving people the grace that we ask for. It is only gonna lead to problems in the long run. If you just if we just radicalized. This man, who's to say he he doesn't radicalize others? And this racism and bigotry and all that shit that all y'all are bitching about and all of y'all are so afraid of, that's how it continues to grow. That's how it stays present. That's how it stays prevalent. That's how it never goes away. Yeah, I said the same thing four times. It's really sick, y'all. It's really sick. Like, I... I need more information. Hopefully he's calling these people niggas. Hopefully he's just the biggest racist now. Because if you, if this is the reason, the sole reason, because he accidentally mixed up your name. And trust me, if you listen to this podcast, hey, look, I understand the name means a lot. Name means a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I lost my job because my name. Ain't that some shit? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let's think about that for a second. Then we're going to end. This professor lost his job for using the wrong name for a different student. I lost my job for preferring to be called my name. And this was a white professor that did that. I'm assuming this was a black woman student. I'm a black male and I was let go by a quote unquote black male because of the way I prefer to be addressed. Wow. Hey, it is what it is. I don't speak for all, but I do speak for most. This has been Politically Incorrect. For the fruits, thank you for listening.